Okay, good evening. So, next topic, I imagine this topic is going to actually take a couple sessions, and that's Zerizis, alacrity. What an important midah to be a Zariz, to, 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 be, to, have, to not be a sluggard, and really to, to act quickly and decisively to do things uh, to accomplish in this world. So this, uh, this I was just looking this over tonight, Reb Chaim, again, is going to quote a lot of uh, Chazals, a lot of Midrashim, a lot of Gemaras, to really highlight and bring out the point. And for you and I, for everyone, the more we're conscientious of that our time in this world is limited, and that we either are going to take advantage or not, the more push, the more zeal, the more alacrity that we'll have to take advantage of the opportunities we have. It's not just, as we'll see, that we'll be able to do more. There are things that come our way, and if we grab those opportunities, then we will have those opportunities for eternity. And if we're slow, even if we want to do them, even if we want to accomplish them, we will lose chances, lose the opportunities that come our way. Amru Chazal. Sages tell us it's actually Medrash Rabbah. Ha'isha. This is actually talking about the wife of Manoach. Well, the wife of Manoach was Tzalponis. She was uh, the, the mother of Shimshon. And when the Malach came to her, she said, Shaiftim, apologies for tonight to have a lingering cough, but uh, hopefully we'll get through. Uh, when the Malach, when the angel came to her and told her that she was A, going to have a son, and B, that this son, who was going to be eventually called Shimshon, was going to be a great person. So the Pasuk says, Vitamaher Ha'isha. She ran, she went quickly to tell her husband, Manoyach, Mikan Shikomaisim. The measure says that you see all of the actions, all of the deeds of the righteous are done b'mihiris. They're done with zrizis, they're done quickly, they don't wait. Naomi also, a pasuk in Rus, Naomi, when she told Rus, when Rus told Naomi that she had met Boaz, that she, when, they, when Rus, remember she was not that long ago, when Rus, they come to Eretz Yisrael, and they're impoverished, Rus and her mother-in-law, and Rus who ends up work, working in the Bashkacha in the field of Boaz, and she tells her mother-in-law what happens, and then uh, eventually the Rus goes to, tells Boaz that he can be the redeemer. So she comes back and tell and Boaz says he'll is look into it. So Naomi tells Rus, Kilo Yishka Taish Kim Kilo Hadavrayom. You can be guaranteed that Boaz, who is this great tzaddik, will, will take care of it today. He's not going to push it off. He won't tarry. He won't delay. He won't say, I'll do this mitzvah, this action tomorrow. Rus, Naomi also told Rus, she knew with clarity. She was positive. that It's going to be completely done Today, can darchen shot tzadikim lasos lasos miyama should tzarech lasos. The way of tzadikim, they do it immediately. They don't they don't take a chance of being of losing out an opportunity. You know, Rabbi Chaim Kanievsky, actually, who's the author of this work, we're davening mincha gedola every day, 
And one of the things that he would have in Mincha Gedoyla is because who knows what will come up later in the day, right? Something may come up, I'll steal the opportunity. Actually, Pchaim would, would say the bracha on the fruit trees. Pchaim would say the bracha on the fruit trees on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, which is the first opportunity. He did not wait to Bez Nisan or Gimel. Everything he did that day, he daven every morning Vasikin. The first opportunity to daven, I think I heard his son in an interview uh, that he gave a couple of years ago, for, actually something from, some people from Chicago sponsored this, um, amongst others, when he said his father, to his knowledge, for the time he was married, only two days did not daven Vasikin. The earliest part of the day. Could Sadiqim do everything as first opportunity? Actually, the Medrash Lakachtoy says from both we conscious reason, Makdim and Lamitzvis. That it's not that it's a different mitzvah when your czar is to do it. Somebody asks you for help and you say, Let me, you know, a person's starving or hungry. Tell them come back tomorrow, you try to help them out right away. You, you see a, now some things take time, but obviously if you see a community need, <coughs> you see someone who's suffering, you see yourself an opportunity to teach Torah to do something. Um, you shouldn't go ahead and wait. Let, let's say, let, let's say, for example, she was walking with my wife today, uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. We we're walking, and I, I was on Shabbos. The guy's walking to his car. It does not look particularly Jewish, and he says, "Good Shabbos." Now, what happens when you're walking in the street, and a person says, and "This guy lives like momish, very close to me." Uh, the guy says to you, "Good Shabbos." Basically, it's a message to you. He's giving a message that he's Jewish, and Hashem is giving you a message. This guy's going to his car on Shabbos. That's an Hashem you have to save. So I, when I meet this guy, actually had a remarkable story. He was born in like East Germany right after the Holocaust, ended up in Israel and then Poland. Like, like, I want to just hear his life story. But I invite him right away for Shabbos because this guy's a, he's divorced. I don't know if he, who, if he was ever married. He was married to a Jew. Not, I don't know his whole story yet. yet. Um... The guy says, Good Shabbos. So, if you come to Shabbos, he says, ah, you know, it's off the cuff. I'm walking with my wife. So, last week, I walked with my wife, knocked on his door, no one answered. Today, I knocked on his door, and he answered. And, you know, he came out, <laughs> no shirt, whatever, <laughs> very friendly. And I always say, Would you like to come for Shabbos? Shabbos lunch. You know, he said, Oh, my niece is having a baby. I'm going to be helpful. She lives in somewhere on the suburbs of Libertyville. I don't know that it's somewhere outside of Chicago. Uh, but he's very, very appreciative. Very appreciative. And he said, How about the week after? It happens to be the week after. I'm going to be in New Jersey for a bar mitzvah, but uh, for my nephew. But here, imagine the following thing. Imagine this guy. Imagine this guy comes my way. Says good Shabbos. And I came to him in three years from now and decided to invite him for Shabbos. He's like, be weird. I just saw him three weeks ago and now I can knock on his door. I told him I tried to come. It makes sense. But let's say even if it wouldn't be weird, how would I let a Jew, and I'm, I'm, he lives a couple blocks away from me, Etraif, Michal Shabbos, you know, do no, nothing to my knowledge of really practical Judaism. And I do nothing about it. How does a person do that? Now, if he didn't take a Shabbos to me, if it was a far-out case, it would be tactical. He gave me a softball. He, gave, he, he said, Shalom Aleichem. And a guy says to you, good Shabbos, it's basically a knock on your door um, to go ahead and try. Yeah, you know, it was just, just Jay Rose's uh, yard site a short time ago, but I remember Levi Feldman. It took him a few years to get Jay Rose. But if, but 
if you would say, let me wait, wait five years to talk to him, if he, may, he would have missed his opportunity, right? I mean, you know, it, things come up and they don't come again. And, as I, and I mentioned when we talked before the shir about Jay Rose, that's a person who did tshuva mamish in his last year of his life. <laughs> the last, took a while to get there, but in the last year of his life, and I kept saying, there's two things he would talk to me about, the presidential elections, and Rabbi, I got to do tshuva. He kept telling me, he, got, I, he kept telling me he had to do tshuva. And he started to learn and come to classes. He learned the sea guys, learned the Chabad. But like, you, you can't wait with people. You don't know what's going to come up. You don't know. And, 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 and if there's a need for our own Torah, for our own mitzvah, staka, people have money today and it's gone tomorrow. Gone tomorrow. Vyamru. And they actually, know that the, 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 the price uh, says the beginning of Arizara, which is the whole safer, Mesilas Hashem, is really based on. Zerizus, that the beginning, that the, that the, the ladder of spirituality is that Zerizus, when you're, when you're, when you're Zariz, when you have, when you have alacrity, which, which means you're, you're, you're on a mission, something matters. Actually, somebody was asked him how you get Zerizus, he said, he views himself as the only person in this world, which is really a missionary in Sanhedrin. Bishwili and Iraldim, the only person in this world, all of them, Adam is created as a singular person to teach us that we're only, everyone's unique, and we have to view ourselves as the only person in this world, and it's all up to us. And Zrizis brings a person to cleanliness, and then all the way up to Ruach HaKadosh to prophecy. But the starting point is a person has to take mitzvahs and life seriously. Life seriously. If you don't take what you're doing seriously, if life is not serious, there's no real reason, no real drive, it really doesn't make a difference, then, uh, then you're not going to live seriously. Actually, there's the, when I was younger, I don't know if they still do this, they used to have like <coughs> raffles. You can, go, <coughs> me, you, can get a, you can get a raffle, you can, the winner goes into an electronic store, or a tall, you know, they would say, you go into the, a safe, and you have... Two minutes, and whatever you get out of there, you put your shopping cart is yours. Imagine a person gets into the safe or into the electronic store, whatever it would be, and then stops to schmooze, talks, loses focus, or goes slowly pushing, looking around, enjoying the ambiance. You're an idiot, a shaita. Are you crazy? You have 120 seconds, whatever you take is yours. By the way, the, the Gantt, this, this world, this temporal, short world that we're in, it's exactly that. It's exactly that. Whatever we take is ours, and where time is limited. And the more Zerizus we have, we do things better, because people, it, 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 the exter- external creates the internal. The more Zerizus, the more alacrity we have, the more... By that, you know, the more quick to do things, the more we're showing ourselves what's important, and the more we'll accomplish. The It's actually a Gemara in Psachim. Um, and and the, uh, the Gemara in Psachim says in Peites that a father once told his, his ch- children, whoever goes up to Shalayim first, I will I'll offer the Korban Pesach. For you, you'll be part of this my car. So I always have to find somebody else. And the, and the sons went slowly, and, they, and the doors went quickly, and the doors beat the sons, and the doors were considered uh, uh, diligent, and the sons were lazy. Which means, well, 
right? When, certainly, when you're doing a, a, a mitzvah, you have to have Zrizis. Shetzarek was daras lasmiyad. Shekoshikasev, as the Talmud says, reason, makdim and mitzvahs, the diligent are quick to perform mitzvahs. You don't waste opportunities. Staka, chesed, kirov, Torah. You want to, you know, the more, and also, the, I just, I'll tell you an amazing thing. I have, um, I have a, I, I, I'm, I'm, I just, besides yeah, I bought a block of Chicago from the Archdiocese. And I'm putting a school of 500 children for a nursery there. Okay, this is not, not like it's like a very big project, and it's a 12 million dollar expansion. So I, I just started doing this. So who am I doing? I'm going to big donors, and some people gave right away. Like literally, somebody made a check for 100 thousand dollars last week, and it's not just it's not just that he got the mitzvah right away and made my job. Well, I mean, um, you know, this is one of the many hats I have to do. I, I actually enjoy it because it's close for me to be able to do this. But he, you said, when you're quick to do it, people ask you know, who people give money yet? You know, everyone wants to know. I mean, you should be the first. You, you should be an action man of this guy who's quick to give money, he's going to be help give everyone else who donates is, is, is following his footsteps. That's an amazing thing. It's his reason to not only pledge, but to give the money, actually is going to cause other people to give as well. It's, 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 it's not just that he gave the money right away, and he didn't wait, and he didn't listen to the bank. It's that he'll be a hechitimsa, a medium, to allow and to aid and to abet and to encourage others. And that's all because he was a zaraz. So sometimes people want to see, actually, you know, one of the biggest examples is that the seam were criticized when the Mishkan was built, Everyone were running to bring their gold and silver, and they said, "We'll fit. We'll fill in the gap." And what happened is, the people, especially the ladies, were so quick to bring in their donations. I remember from Parshas Chuma, said a couple times over the years, and Anamachad, it was the best fundraiser in Jewish history. Right? It was over before it started. Moshe Rabbeinu started a campaign for the Mishkan, and it was over right away. Hafla fella, unbelievable. That was because of. And then to see him, these great people lost out. It, by the way, it would have been, forgetting that they lost that opportunity to give, if you give quickly, that's not just by Tzedakah, it's by a million things. It's becoming first dominion. But if you give quickly, you get the scar of everyone. By the way, in million too, that we know that the Gemara says, the first time you get the scar of everyone else. It means, I, I, I mentioned this, and you know, I, I make serious effort to always be first ten on Rosh Hashanah Kippur, because... Who, the people who make the minion get a schar, doesn't mean you take away other people's schar, but you're the goyrim, you're the cause of the rest of the minion. So, and if you're the first one, it's a special school, so you think, well, first one, what am I doing? No, the first one means that everyone, when they walk in, there's somebody else in the door. This person's zerizus, alacrity, it's not just that they got their, their mitzvah quicker, they, they get a part of everyone else. That if a mitzvah opportunity comes to your hand, this is a mechelta, Rashi quotes this in the Chumash, that don't let it become leavened. It means that it literally is like chametz. Like, you know, if matzah, if you leave it too long in the oven, it will become chametz. There are mitzvahs that are opportunities that you have to take advantage of right away because they will leave you. They'll go to somebody else sometimes. Or you'll just lose your chance. You'll lose your opportunity. Right? There, sometimes you know, there's all kinds of opportunities that come and go. 
Sometimes they're daily. You don't say Shema in the morning, and the time passes, and you lost your chance. It's gone. And that day in your autobiography and Shemayim, you didn't say Shema. Or you didn't, you didn't give, you know, a person, I honestly believe a person should give, I said this before, doesn't have to be large money, give a quarter, a dollar, or five dollars, it's stuck every day. It shouldn't be a day you don't give it stuck. It shouldn't be a day you don't daven. It shouldn't be a day, you know, in Torah. Um, and some things are, are time-based and some things are not. But you, every day in your life, we're writing our autobiography. We write the, our, we're writing our story. And that's up to us. And some of our story are going to be chances that we have. Opportunities that are given to us. Um, you know, I, I said before, the famous story that Shimon Schwab said over that he was Zeicher. Schwab was the, the, the leader of one of the G'dayli Hador, the greatest sage of the generation. Passed away, I believe it was 1993 or 1994. I remember when he passed away. I was in Israel. And it was right around the time of Shalom Zalman Arbach passed away. He was 93 or 94. But he was one of the Gedolah Ador, the head of the, the German community in America, the German Jews, the Ekesha community. And when he was a Bacher, he went from Germany to learn in Tells and Mir. And when he was a Bacher, he ended up having a Shabbos at the Chavetz Chaim. And he spoke about the Shabbos the rest of his life, what he saw in the house of the Gadol Hador, the great Chavetz Chaim. And he said that when he left the house of the Chavetz Chaim, the Chavetz Chaim asked him, Are you a Kohen? And Schwab said, No. And the Chavetz Chaim said to a young Bacher named Shimon Schwab, who would eventually become this great rabbi, he said, Let me tell you, I'm a Kohen. And when the Beis Hamikdash comes, you and I were both going to run to serve in the base of the, 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 the temple. And you're going to get blocked at the end of the, the Ezra Sisrael, and I'm going to go into the Ezra with the Kohanim, go to the, high, the higher level of Kedusha, where the Korbanas, where the sacrifices are offered. And I'm going to be at this level opportunity to offer Korbanas, and you will not. And do you know why? It's not because of what you did or what I did. But 3,300 years ago, a great call went out after the Eagle Hazav, after the Golden Calf, to the whole Jewish people. Moshe Rabbeinu said, Mi Hashem Eli. Who is with God? Come with me. Go fight against those who caused the Golden Calf. And my ancestors, the Levim, the Kohanim, came and ran, and yours did not. And because of that, 3,300 years later, I'm a Kohen and you are not. And then the Chavetz Chaim looked at this Bacher and he told him, sometime, somewhere in your life, you're going to hear that call. Me, la Hashem, Eli. Who is with Hashem? Come with me. And when you hear that call, run. Run. Because there are opportunities that are going to come your way. And if you don't run, you will lose those opportunities. They will become chametz. And not all of them are this call from Moshe Rabbeinu to the whole people. There are opportunities to meet G'daylin. To meet great sages and they're not alive forever. If you didn't meet Rabbi Vadu Yosef or Rev Shach or all these G'dayim, they're not around today to meet them. There are opportunities to do Kibbut Aviyem and parents don't live forever. There are opportunities to make the minion in Shoal. And sometimes you don't make that minion and somebody else does. They get the opportunity to the minion. Or sometimes the minion doesn't happen. And th- that opportunity to cause the minion is just gone. There are opportunities 
to hear a shir by a great sage or to go to the Siyam Hashas. I remember, I, I said this then, that the first time we were in the state with 95,000 people, it was the greatest Maimed HaTorah in American history. 95,000 people in a stadium celebrating Shas, having a Siyam HaShas, you know what that is? And if you don't go there, if you, there's not a chance for seven and a half years. It's not there, nothing comparable. Either we're there or you weren't there. Now, I'm not there could be a reason for the person to go, which is legitimate. But something's just laziness. <laughs> just inertia. Okay? There are funerals that people can be buried and either help or you don't help. There are all kinds of chances that a person has. There are chances to, you know, they're, they're to give staka and charity, which when it makes a difference, and, right, you know, and not. Chances to daven. And, and, and not, you know, people, they raise their children, and they, they, some of them, they just wait. They, they wait to put them into Jewish education. They wait to, to, to tell them things, and, and, and then it becomes, the opportunity is lost. V'yamru, the Talmud says, that a person should be yaktim, should do the mitzvah as first opportunity. Because there was one night, about the story of Lot and his two daughters. We know that Lot's two daughters, when Stone was destroyed, uh, they, this is a very deep, so you're not, we're not going to do it right now, but we know that they, they, they had relations with their father, thinking that everyone in the world was destroyed, they had to propagate the world. At, at their level, uh, they were rewarded to some extent, even though it, there's, you know, they were also, uh, you know, criticized, but, but their, 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 their motives were pure. Um, and the older one had relations with her with Lot the night before for that reason since she went first her ancestor or descendant excuse me because this created Moab so she had Rus come out of her her descendant and Rus came before generations before Amon a, a convert which the next night where Amon came out from the younger daughter, where Naama would convert from, uh, from Amon, she would marry, of course, Shlomo, be one of the wives of Shlomo's son, Rechavam. Ube Brachas, and Talmud says in Brachas, A person should run from mitzvah. Now, it doesn't mean to run like a maniac. It just means don't die. And in technically speaking, on Shabbos, if you had to run, you could run. You can even run on Shabbos. Again, the the Noah Weinberg is that how she made to say, or Yaakov Weinberg, much blanking shooting there. So one of the one of the Weinbergs say, you have to have zrizus benachas, which means you can't. You have to not be like a meshugana. You have to be calm, but you have to be quick. You have to not 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 waste uh, waste a moment. So a person can run even on Shabbos. Shammameil mitzvah marat. On the contrary, it's a mitzvah to run. It's a mitzvah to run to the opportunity of the Amru. Right? Again, if you're in the store for two minutes, you're likely to the safe full of gold bars and platinum bars and, and diamonds and jewels, and you have two minutes and you're not running. You're, an, you're a shaita, you're an idiot, you're a fool, you're going to miss out. Certainly, if you're squandering opportunity, listening to music, Walking around and dawdling. And that's why it says that the Chazal say, Shiva there are seven types of individuals that have a level of Nidoi. 
is a form of banishment from Shemayim, from the heavenly tribunal. One of them is a person who does not run for a mitzvah. He does not run, doesn't understand what mitzvah, mitzvah is only a commandment. If you're listening to Hashem's word, it's tzavsa, it's a way to connect to Hashem eternally. Eternally. It's, behold, it's, this is actually from Bullock, right? That the Jewish people get up out of their beds like a lion. And they say that they think that the Chazanish, the, the Chaim's uncle, when he would get up, he would say, "Don't be a sluggard." He would jump up out of bed. He was an elderly man. He would jump up out of bed. Even Jews jump up to live life, to live life like I'm, and immediately say, "Shema Yisrael." They do mitzvahs first thing in the morning. They start out talas, tefillah, mitzvahs, davening. You wash your hands. You, you all of a sudden you're in the you're in the game of life. And you're living life, and you have somewhere to go. I just drove by yesterday I was with my wife in the car, uh, and I see a girl on the street, uh, could not be over 25, and she's sitting in the street like a blonde head chick, so I clearly drugged out of her mind. I, she looks like, but I'm assuming she's on heroin. Like, like I'm like to myself, like, she's the girl's not even 25 years old. Sitting on the street, drugged out with heroin. Uh, and you know, I used to, you know, I got used to seeing people with heroin. By the way, I, when I was building the Arab in San Jose, so I got to know all the homeless. It's mom is crazy. I would see all the homeless. It took me a few years, as everyone well knows, to do this. And I walked, I don't know how many countless times, trying to first figure it out, and then deal with the, the county and the city and the air and the most importantly, Caltrans. But we'd walk, you know, I'd walk the, the, the route, and you walk in the, all the right ways in the canals and the back of the highways. And you would see young people. It's, there were two groups: there were the drug addicts, and thus and the people who had um, mentally impaired in certain ways, either crazy or whatever they were. They became crazy. But like you see, young people like seeing their drug, like with no purpose in life, just uh, like no purpose. Yeah, I, I walked by the other day uh, an apartment in Chicago near a property the school has. Well, I just bought, actually, this property we just brought. I smell marijuana. First of all, it smells disgusting. It smells gross. I feel like you think a guy, just a guy sitting in his apartment, I was imagining this guy sitting, or a lady, I don't know what it was, who it was there, sitting, vegging like a vegetable in the middle of the day. Now, I dealt with people who are addicted to marijuana. You know, they're, they're the biggest, besides the fact that I know people who got divorced and ruined their marriages and ruined their jobs because, you know, Thank you. But they wouldn't even take a man on. You sit there like a, a gulum, like you have no purpose. Like sit like on your couch, uh, or even or even if you go out to work, like you're like zoned out, totally. Like you're like zoned. Out. Like where in the world are you living? You know, you live. This is how you live. I, I remember. I remember. Uh, I heard I heard a share many many years ago from he was Usher Zelig Rubenstein. He was an American Usher Shiva who lived in Israel. And he said the following story. He said he had a student who was in Baal Tshuva, and he married him off. And the student's father was a professor. He came to the wedding. And he's Bachram at the Chasana were dancing. They were dancing like, 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 like a Simcha Like We know what a Simcha And they were dancing. They're freilich and they're happy and they're excited. 
And the father of this boy, who's a Balchuk, was a professor, uh, in, if I remember correctly, says a professor in California, came over to the Shashiva and says, Rabbi, what drugs are these kids on? And he said, what are you talking about? He said, listen, I'm in a university. Nobody is like this unless they're on drugs. There is no way. They're smiling, jumping up and down, dancing. It's not on drugs. No, no, Rabbi, you may be a little naive. You don't know what's going on. Let me tell you, these guys are drugs. So I finally looks at them. Like this guy finally says, "Yeah, I can tell you the truth. They're on a drug called Torah. <laughs> That's the drug that they're on. But you know what the drug of Torah is? The drug of Torah is life. It's purpose. It's meaning. It's that time makes a difference. It's a person who's a lives life with a Torah. They life. When they're at a wedding, they live the wedding, and they they, they, they when they're learning, when they're there's, they, they wake up every day. There's a whole day of Torah and mitzvahs." Of accomplishment, of fixing the world, and even even the challenges are, are we understand on a theological basis are there from a Kaddish Baruch that to make us better, to make the world better, to challenge us, to improve us, to sometimes to give us atonement, and we're able to understand the world we're in, and we live life, and we don't sit in bed and wonder why in the world am I getting up today. And there, after Moshe was uh, was was in, was informed that after Midian was destroyed, his his own time was coming to uh, to to leave the, 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 this world, um, to to leave this world, and he did not delay. In other words, Moshe knew that if he delayed the battle of Midian, he could even you know, live longer, and you know, he has a job to do, he's going to do the job. With Sinan, and the Mishnah says in Avos, have you odds kenemer, be bold as a lever, kal kenesher, light as swift as a deer, ratz, uh, ratz ketzvi, gibur kare, strong as lion, lots of return, vicha shemaim, a person has to be quick and swift. Viamru, and it says in Shira, Shiram Rabba, Chazis, Ishmar, B'malach, Tlifnei Malach, B'malach, Nesiatzev, you want to see a person who um, he's diligent in his ways. This is, is actually a pasuk. Let's look at it. It's a pasuk in, in Mishlech of Beis. He'll end up sitting in front of kings. Who is this example? It's Moshe Rabbeinu, who is Nizdaris and Melchus Mishkan. He built the Mishkan. He did not tarry. He did not delay. Vechamuginu Chazal. How did our sages denigrate, speak poorly of Amis Atzlim, people who are lazy? Lazy, I'm a Those who are not punctual, Lamasha, for example, Amru, Mishmeres Bilga. Now Bilga, you know, the Kohanim were divided to twenty-four groups. One of the groups was the house of uh, Bilga, and that watch, that group of Kohanim, they were they were always they were tarried to come. Amru Basically, they punished them. They they permanently. Um, um, you know, um, not did not let them do korbanos, and when they got they, when they got their portion of the lechem upon him, it was in the, in the south side um, of the, uh, <coughs> not the north side. So they they got last in a certain way. A certain way. Viamru and the Gemara says in Sechas Shabbos Kufnun Gimel Medalef. Omer Rabbi Yechon ben Zakkai. Rabbi Yechon ben Zakkai, of course, was the leader of the Jewish people and the generation after the Chorban Bayashani, after the destruction of the second base of Migdash, 
the Gadol Hadur, Yechon Metzakai, the greatest sage of the generation, Moshal. Okay, now he gave a Moshal. Lamelech Shizimen, as Avadav, he invited his servants below Kavalam Zman. So he invited his servants to come. The king says to all of his servants, come to my house. Doesn't give a time. Pichen Shibahen, the um, the smart ones of them, kish to his atzman, they beautify themselves. The guy all dressed to go to the king, you know. Kish um, atzman, v'yashua pesach beisalak, and they went to the door of the king, and they're, they're waiting. They're, they're waiting. They're, uh, they're waiting for him to him, him to come. The tipshim shemhen. I had the fools are just sitting there and been locked on. Klumi suda below toyrach. You know they, they they get dressed. Is it, you know off the off the king will have to prepare. We'll know when he's coming. It means they they took their darn time and who knows what's going to happen in the meantime. Bepitom or immediately bikesh hamelachas avodim. The king. Asked the servants to come. The pichim, who were all dressed up and ready for the meal, came in exactly that. The tipshin, who didn't, were not ready. They came in. They were dirty. They were soiled. They were coming from work. They were not prepared at all. Samach hamelech likras pichim. King was happy for the pichim. We call us likras tipshin. Amr halalo suuda. These people were ready for suuda. Yeishvu Halalo. These people were not ready. They'll sit there and they'll watch. The son of Remer told his name is Fala. No, they're not even going to sit there. One will sit there starving, and one will sit there eating and drinking, drinking, uh, eating and drinking, and they'll sit there recovering. Now, this is a very deep mashal, but the bottom line is the following thing: you know, life is short. There are people who live life, and they imagine they live forever. They're forever young, forever young, and they don't, and they're not ready when the king's going to call them for the Mashiach comes speedily in our day. Or their own end of time comes and they're soiled and they're dirty and they're going to go to Shaman, they're going to go to Gan Eden, they're going to go to the world to come and they'll be called in and call all kinds of righteous people. They're going to walk by the world to come. They'll be the greats. Rechaim Kayevsky will be on a different plane, but you'll see him from afar, maybe. You know, the Chazanish and Moshe Feinstein of Yaakov Kamenetsky, contemporaries you. There'll be people who, who are not big rabbis, but who, who may even be on higher levels because they, they achieved even a higher amount of lives. They were people who learned Shas three times. There are people who made $74,000 a year and gave 20% charity and daven three times a day and, and did all kinds of acts of kindness. So true, they're walking by very high levels. And you have this guy sitting there who didn't do Torah so figure when he's 60 years old, he retired to Torah so or, or, or watch, uh, and he comes in there and is not ready. What's going to be for eternity? He's going to be sitting there watching everyone. He's, he's starving. She's starving for mitzvahs. And you can't even eat anymore. The meal has started. The world to come is here. Mashiach said, whatever it is, you didn't do it. You delayed. You tarried. And you're sitting, the person watches this for, forever. 
V'yamru, the Gemara says, Tamar Chacham, Ayikhanes Bachron, the base manager, Tamar Chacham, she never come last to the study hall. Vishum de Karlo Poshov, a Poshiva Atzal. You don't want to be last? Come last, you're, you're negligent, you're lazy. Um, you're negligent and lazy if you're the last one uh, to, to, to come in. You don't want to be last. There's more to do. But we're going to hold here. We're going to hold here. The, the message, my friends, is, is really for ourselves. The more we realize that we're in this store and we have a shopping cart, and it's not just that for reward, it's a shopping cart to get connection to Hashem. You know, if I told uh, you know, anyone who's lost a parent or a grandparent or cared about someone, I told you you have two minutes to speak to them, they're going to come alive, would you, want, would, you, would you waste those two minutes? Would you, would, you, would, you, would you just look on your phone back, but oh my goodness, people, the amount of time and life and mitzvahs that are wasted on the stupid internet and the phones, crazy. Life, you're in, we're in the store now. <laughs> we're in the safe. You can't go there afterwards. You don't want to, we don't want to end up starving in eternity watching people we, who are our neighbors walk by us eating a good eternal meal. Of, it's not food up there. It's, it's, it's much, much better. But, you know, Zerizus, Zerizus is the starting point. That, that, the levels come afterwards. Zerizus brings us to Nikias. You know, Reb Chaim himself lived a life where every moment counted. And you know, I mentioned before, when we watching that young girl, Nebuch, 20, must, she was not even 25, but I... I saw this, we would all walk by a girl on heroin, see in the street like a zombie, say, what, Nebuch. But you know what a Nebuch is? For a from Jew, for a Jew, any Jew, to live life like a, like a, like a Starbucks yuppie, sitting there and with no, no, no purpose in the world, you know, drinking, drinking a frappuccino forever, like sitting and reading a newspaper, nothing to do. Um, it's also a person's drugged out from life, wastes life, wastes time. You know, I know uh, for those people in the call, for many people that I know that listen to the share, certainly you take from your time to listen to Torah and mitzvahs. But the more that we focus on that life is short, and what we do is important for us and for the world, and we're not forever young, and opportunities come and go the more we'll accomplish, not just in the moment, but forever. Okay, we'll hold here. We'll pick up this topic uh, next week.